got your asses whipped by a bunch of goddamn nerds. Hey, sports fans, welcome to Sports Nerds. Here are your hosts, Dr. Samuel J. and Dr. Brian Schrader. I'm going to, I guess Brian and I are going to slowly roll out some podcasts that uh, my students did this summer in my sports discourse in media and society class at Metropolitan State University of Denver. So this first uh, episode is produced, hosted by Zach Johnson and Guy Garth, two of the students who were in the class this semester, this summer. And uh, it's part one of a two-part show. I'll, I'll, we'll run the second part tomorrow. But uh, I hope you enjoy it. Zach and Guy discuss skateboarding in particular the introduction of skateboarding into the 2020 Olympics and what that means for skateboarding culture. And they're going to get deep into that. Very impressed with these two and the show. And we hope that you enjoy it. And uh, if you do, make sure that you let us know so that way we can give shout outs to, to Zach and Guy because uh, beginning this series, they did a fantastic job. What's up, guys? My name is Zach Johnson. Uh, I'm a comm studies major here at Metro with a broadcasting concentration. And uh, I am Guy Garth. I am also a, uh, a student here at Metropolitan State University in the broadcast department and minoring in marketing. Right on. Right on, right? What's yeah. going on, man? How are you? Chilling, bro. <laughs> right on, dude. So, all right. Uh, we are currently sitting here because we are... Going to discuss some uh, some uh, hot topics about extreme sports. Specifically, I would say we're going to be delving into the world of skateboarding probably a little bit more than most of the uh, other extreme sports. But really, the evolution. We were talking, you know, a couple weeks back when we were presented with this project to come up with something unique. And I think something unique was uh, is the fact that you know I look at you. You're a skateboarder. You're a pretty good skateboarder at that. I must say. Thanks. And. I think it's interesting to get this sort of out there because we have seen now a rise in professionalism with extreme sports that really we never saw up until, I would say, mid-90s, late-90s, you know? And until that point, if would you agree that really skateboarding along with snowboarding and, you know, I mean, I'll even throw rollerblading and BMX and all of that in there, those guys were kind of the uh, the non-lovable losers, right? They're the ones that people really didn't care about. Yeah, no, definitely. I, uh, I mean, with all extreme sports, if that's what you want to call them, uh, extreme, extreme. Um, I just I think that it's a like extreme sells. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's a good marketing tactic for a lot of companies. Um, for for TV stations and networks, it people want to watch that crazy stuff where exactly. people are like, you know, bound to get hurt. Um, just for the act, it's kind of like what people watch NASCAR. NASCAR, yeah, right. They want to see, see the crashes. The crashes. They want right. to see that. And then I, I think early on, especially, that's what really watching the sport was definitely all about. Um, and then started to see it kind of progress with athleticism. You know, with, right. with these guys really starting to pick up new tricks and really 
really uh, revolutionized the sport in a way that that was significant to the to the exposure that they were actually receiving. Right, and that's like the number one topic I really wanted to, to kind of bring up today was just the paradox between I because I'm a skateboarder, like you were mentioning. I mm. skate probably five days out of the week, um, and skateboarding is something that's special to me because it's gotten me through like some hard times in my life where. I didn't really know like what to do so i just had skateboarding and i would mm -hmm. go skateboard and clear my head and focus on that but uh but the paradox between like uh referring to a skateboarder as an athlete because mm -hmm. like in my head we are far from i mean maybe we have some athletic attributes or something but like absolutely we are do. not we are not like the healthy the quintessential jogging in the morning athlete. right right yeah. right or at least like the large mass of you know the large um majority of skateboarders that's not something and that's why uh so with the 2020 olympics um and skateboarding finally being a part of that there's just a, there's a lot of criticism between a lot of like the the well-known professional skateboarders if you will who mm -hmm. like have sponsorships and stuff because they see they see like what the mainstream and like what the huge companies like Nike and like what the Olympics are going to do to skateboarding and mm -hmm. already are doing to skateboarding and they're making it, it's not so much of like a subculture type lifestyle thing anymore. And now it's like this, I'm going to start training when I'm four years old. Exactly. And like, you know what I mean? And have a coach and like, and only and like try to strive for the gold medal at the Olympics. And like, that's not what skateboarding is to me. Skateboarding is something that's, it's uh like you go to the skate park uh, for me at least it's like it's friendships it's creativity it's like like i said clearing my head it's just going to the skate park and like not doing and not worrying about anything but just like skateboarding it's having fun it's and it's essential right right and it's such it's it's not a competitive thing Absolutely. i mean the only thing that i can think of with skateboarding that might be competitive is like the inner the inner battle with yourself where it's yes. like you're trying to learn a trick or like but like never I know because like when I'm at the skate park and I go to Denver skate park a lot and it's kind of a rough scene there, but like you see the people that take skateboarding really seriously and I, I just kind of have to like laugh at them because they're mm -hmm. like, they can't land a trick and they're like screaming and throwing their board or like whatever. And it's just like, dude, this is just like for fun, man. Like you don't, I don't know why people so get so in their Can heads. Can you sometimes appreciate like the passion though? Like, yeah, it's like, but I'm, I'm, I'm not trying and I'm not trying to like counter anything. It's just, <clears> it's just me. interesting because I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. And I, I think that with how the sport has progressed, because I remember, I remember I skateboarded probably up until I was, I want to say, 15 years old. Right. And did the whole, you know, I was, I was also a rollerblader. I was a hockey player. I'm sorry, guys. I got, I got made fun of a lot for rollerblading because I was, I was much, it was cool. Dude. I was much better at rollerblading than I yeah, was Yeah, no, skateboarding. rollerblading wasn't that bad, like, 90s. You no, know what I mean? right? Like, late 90s, early 1000s. Brink? You know, no, I don't know if you remember Brink. Brink. Yeah. Dude, Brink is, all right, next to Johnny Tsunami, arguably Enough the Enough talk, let's blade. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about extreme Disney Channel original movies if you want to. None Oh, my God. None your business. None your business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that movie was lit. Oh my god! When she like he like threw the 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 bat the like the bat because they had like the teams right they had yep. like the teams of rollerbladers and they, like the the bad guy rollerbladers like threw the rocks down in front of like Brink's girlfriend. <laughs> like, was the lead guy's name Brink? Because I'm kind of confused. The lead guy's name okay, was his Brink. name was Brink. Yeah, it was. It but was... like she like he threw the rocks down during that like race down the hill and she like got all fucked up and like <laughs> was like dying in her bed. I was like I don't know why I remember that scene so well. 
I just remember. I remember she's the like race. In her bed. I remember the race vividly, and the uh, there's rocks involved, right? Like there's that was rocks like, involved. He like threw rocks. Dude, down. it was a very cheap. It was very cheap. I I can't, I can't remember what. I can't honestly remember what the dude's name was, but it was just like the most ridiculous race ever. And that any like nobody would get away with the type of shit that this guy was doing. Yet, you know, Brank still came out on top. Right. That's what happens. All right. So, Anyways, anyway, yeah, I don't even remember what that we was. were so 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 with, with with skateboarding today, and I and I think I think that it's now become to kind of get back into it. We were talking about um, skateboarding. I think now it's a matter of influence. I think skateboarding now has a has has the means to influence a great a large population of people around the world, and I think now. They're trying to fit all these Sean White type of faces in so they're so that the influence isn't always going to be and I and I don't think it's a negative influence, but the usual drug punk sort of culture right. that skateboarding that, that 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 surrounds the world of skateboarding usually, you know? Right. And and I get it, I really do. Um, and I think it's inevitable. I, just like at every sport that we've seen, it, it has to hit that sort of pinnacle of evolution where I mean, unfortunately, it does have to reach a professional side of it. Um, do you think that it's going to be detrimental to the sport having it be such a major? Uh, uh, it's going to be a big player in the Olympics coming up. I mean, as everybody loves watching skateboarding, even if you don't know about skateboarding, to watch somebody do what they do on a skateboard is pretty impressive, you know? Right. Yeah. I with with people like you, you're speaking of like maybe like the. Uh, like right now, I would say like for the for America, like for the American Olympic team, it's going to be like Nigel Houston, yeah, because uh, he he's like the number one street competitive skater that like wins everything. Which I don't even really follow. I just know about it because I like follow so much of skateboarding yeah. that I just know about it because. I mean, just, he's, he's the talked. only mainstream as far as I'm concerned. He comes, he's the only mainstream like street skateboarder that actually people would know. People about know his bring name, right? Yeah. He's been around for a while since he was like a tiny kid <laughs> he was, like, 12, on X Games, dude. right? Yeah. yeah, with like the dreads. <laughs> but like that's because you brought up like the personality or like the look of like what what is trying to be sold here, and like Nigel Houston like has neck tats now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like he's tatted from like head to toe, and like. But he's like a nice dude. He's like well, he's humble. Yeah, he's like he's well groomed in the public eye yeah. for sure because he's been in, in it for so long. He's not that like gnarly thrasher dude who's got you know what I mean. Who's like drunk most of the time and like <laughs> by the saying way, fucked up shit. Coolest and, like, thing that I've seen. Did you did you uh, watch the uh, the thrasher? I think Vice did it. It was uh, usually I'm not a big fan of Vice, but they followed him around for this like the thrasher tour. Um, King of the Road, King of the Road, yeah, yeah. King of the Road, <sighs> King of the Road has been around for a little bit. It, I, it was... I know it's been around, but like to see it, to see the way that it, the way that they put it together with that series, cool like the seven thing. episode yeah. thing, I think that that really embodies what skateboarding actually is today. And just what, like what fun should... shit, dude. exactly. Just like not just being creative, being artistic yeah. with it, you know. And it's like and playing off of each other rather than playing against each other. And it's like that. That show shows competitiveness, but like that's just, it does because yeah. it's like a scavenger hunt hunt style thing but yeah but no i agree that's like i feel like shows like king of the road right now like that's showing kind of what like true skateboard culture is rather than like putting skateboarding on this pedestal and making it like the big stage of like oh like you know like for whatever i don't even know what's gonna be in the olympics but it's probably gonna be like a street course 
or like a street competition, uh, park competition, and, and like a half pipe, pipe yeah. for sure. Absolutely. Maybe I don't think they're gonna do like a mega ramp, which is, I don't even want to get into I mean, like mega ramps. No, now, but... because like that, and honestly, I don't like that they started working that into the to the Winter Olympics with with the uh, snowboard big air and the oh the big, big air because right. I think the big the big air is, is an X Games thing. You know, it's not right. like yes, it is an absolute. Absolutely insane athletic feat to be able to do what they do whenever they're going off it. But right. it's almost like it's like stick to the basics if you're going to introduce the sport to it. Stick right. to what made the sport actually what it is. That's what I think the Olympics is about. Yeah, I think uh, just running through my head right now, what's I kind of see maybe like skateboarding can teach the Olympics something because I feel like when. I don't know if you've ever watched like Vans uh, Park series, which mm-hmm. is like they have like a, they build these they build these big bowls and they just like have a, a big competition. But it's like the competition is more like it's just like general stoke for like people going big and like doing crazy lines and like what tricks. Because like here's what I I see happening in the Olympics, if it like if skateboarding kind of like is true to itself is like nobody's gonna be like crying because they like didn't get gold. You know what yeah. I mean? Like people are just gonna be stoked. That they're there, and then they're going to be like even more stoked when people land fucking cool exactly. tricks. And then, and then to be on that stage when you never really thought like I don't think it for most of those guys who are probably who will be at the Olympics, I doubt that they thought that they were going to be skateboarding at the, the Olympics when they were when they were in their adolescence or anything like that. It's, it seemed like it seemed like something that was like X Games and X Games only. Right, and to be on that stage is, I mean, amazing. It's but, incredible. But but like what I was trying to drive home was like the vibe between the competitors is just going to be like what? Like he fucking did what? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like it's not going to be like. Fuck slamming, no, like, slamming the skateboard down yeah, onto the like, ground, oh, breaking it in half. Fuck this Russian. We'll dude. probably like, see a I'm couple of them. Right, I would imagine I mean? a couple of angry people. But and you never know. Day, I mean, I've I've read articles of like the lengths that like China or Japan are going to in order to get ready for the 2020 Olympics, mm-hmm. and they've like for the last couple of years they've been training like you know young children every Starting day. Starting them uh, when like, they can basically like, walk. Dude. Yeah, like gymnastics style exactly. stuff where it's like it's and like their life to like to ready themselves for like this and whatever i don't know i just don't it's just like it takes away from like from what i experience with skateboarding and like what just i don't know man i have a lot i guess like i'm kind of up on my pedestal now because like i i have these opinions but like i'm a skateboarder and i'm like i'm in it every day i'm like in the culture i'm at the parks i'm with the people doing it and like like i've already kind of i don't mean to like just um repeat myself and like reiterate what i've already said but like like you show up to denver skate park and like the like you like I I if you think skateboarding is a sport, I want somebody to like go to Denver Skate Park and like show up there and like just hang out for like an hour. Hang out for an hour tops. That's all you would have to do. You would probably you could probably get away with fifteen minutes, right? And then you would be like, okay, this is like this is just a, a weird vibe. And like you know, if you're not skateboarding, it's just because like the vibe there is like the people there are like street kids, homeless people, weirdos under the gazebo drug deals fucking gang fights you know what i mean just like all this like weird shit that is happening while like because i like i go there to skateboard but like other people congregate Congregate there there. because it's like a downtown hub of like weirdness it takes a strong-willed a strong-willed minded person um who lives outside the realm of skateboarding to go to a place like denver and really any major city skate park um, if it's a downtown skate park, it doesn't right. matter. No, you go, to, a, you go yeah. to a downtown skate park. Anyway, go to downtown St. Louis. Vibe. It is a weird vibe, 
But if you're cool with weird vibes yeah. and you're interested in like people watching, just go take a look. It's, right. a, it's always it's 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 unique because that is that is what skateboarding is at least. And the same thing honestly goes for snowboarding in a lot of ways in the winter time. Yeah, is you you go to the top. You go to the, really the guys who are the the extreme, the more advanced people, really hitting all the jumps, doing all the rails. Those guys are hanging out at the park all day. That's what they're doing. Those, in the that's, in the training right. park all day. At they're walking. They, yep, they take their take their board off, doing walk their back double up, cork ten eighties, doing their shit, dude. Like, it's like it's and it's right. great. And and the cool thing is, it's like it's like people just want to watch. It's like the chairlift gives you an opportunity to just give a front row view yeah. of just watching yeah. regular ass people, potentially professionals. Doing some awesome, crazy, athletic, insane things that you know we never thought we would be doing twenty years ago. Right. No, and, and snowboard culture for sure shares in what skateboarding is, where it's just like the party vibe, mm -hmm. like the the. I mean, I think snowboarding would much be more would be more so of like the vacation kind of vibe, unless you're like a, a lifty that lives up there, or yeah. like you work on the mountain, or yeah. like whatever, because like or you're the park snowboarding is yeah. extremely expensive to. Oh yeah. That habit is like it's. Too it's, it's I can't. You have to build. I mean, I'm I'm fortunate enough to have grown up in it. You know, just like yeah. I mean, just like you, dude. Like it's like just to be able to be a part of it, and not be one of the people who came out here with the intention of getting a hundred days or anything like that. Right. I, I mean, that's like I it, it's it's baffling that um that I, I mean it's not baffling because it's it's people who are passionate about what they're doing yeah but uh, i mean they, they there's guys who will spend 5 6 7 years doing the park maintenance doing the lifty thing just because they just want to be up there they want to be up there yeah. snowboard mm -hmm. and that's it they make enough to to, to get by Definitely. and that's about it you know and i think that and i think that is pretty much what sums up the the extreme aspect of, or the extreme, the, the emotional aspect of these people who are involved in it, who have been involved with, with these sports for a long time, is that they, they, yeah, they see the evolution, it's inevitable, but they still stick, they're just, we're still able to stick with the old school sort of bearings, you know, pun yeah. intended. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to, uh, I have this, this uh, Thrasher article pulled up right now, and it was probably when was this written? Yeah, so two years ago, uh, when they uh, when they finally came out with like, oh, the Olympics is gonna have skateboarding now as an official Olympic sport. So Thrasher went around and just got like quick little snippets, interviews with a lot of people that are prominent in the skateboarding culture. And so there's a couple in here I wanted to read. You probably don't know, unless you're a skateboarder, you probably don't know who John Cardiel is. Mm -mm. Okay, well, he's just like, he's kind of a legend of transition invert skating from back in the 90s. He skates for anti-hero uh, people. If you're at a skate park and somebody's wearing like a Cardiel shirt or like running a Cardiel board, they'll all be like, all hail Cardiel. All hail Cardiel. Yeah. <laughs> but for yeah, he's very respected. He's he's sick. I would, if. I was shocking. Well, now I'm definitely going to have to look it up because yeah. I would I'd really like to know about it. So. Yeah, but uh, here's what he has to say. So John Cardiel says, To me, skateboarding is all about individuality and originality. It has nothing to do with highest, furthest, longest. Skating, skating being an Olympic sport contradicts everything that I believe skateboarding to be. Skating has always been an intuitive and free path. Go for the gold and follow the yellow brick road. <laughs> I love how dude, I love I love how like the humor the the humor in, within the skateboarding community is pretty pretty spectacular the smart ass sort of 
De- and it's definitely more towards the smart side too. There's, right. there's a lot of a lot of people don't even realize that they just think that everybody who skateboards today or even in the last twenty years was a stupid stoner. Yeah, here's Tony so, Alva, one, yeah, one of the one go. of the Z boys. Yeah, I think. Yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, no, definitely. He was one of the lords of Dogtown. Yeah. He he just says I'm not a big supporter of the idea. It's probably best that I don't comment on what I think about the Olympics. <laughs> See, dude, I think it's 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 the old it's the old old school. Like, I would be but curious, he, like, like, what is Tony? Like, what would Tony Hawk? I don't know. Say? I don't know if he has has one. Because that because that's these, some but... that that dude is like the LeBron James of skateboarding. So he, yeah, but, but oh, Tony Hawk is. So right, is right. he? Yeah. So is Tony Hawk going to be able to come out and I say know, maybe he doesn't? I don't anything. like the Olympics. When they're like, listen, Tony, we can't have you do that. We can't have you say that you don't like the Olympics because you're literally the, still the face of the sport, and you have been for the last 35 years. Right. So why, like, why don't, uh, why don't you just kind of agree with us and say that the Olympics are good? I think that's what Tony Hawk's response would be. I don't think he would come out like Tony Alva and say, I don't think you want to know my comments about the about the uh, Olympics and skateboarding happening. Right. Yeah, I'm reading through a couple more of these. Um, there's not a Tony Hawk comment. Probably makes sense, though. I was joking with my friend the other day. It's like, because Tony Hawk still owns Birdhouse. Mm-hmm. And, like, nobody rides Birdhouse anymore. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, the last time I saw somebody with a Birdhouse board at a fucking skate park was, like, in, like, the early 2000s or something. Like, nobody rides those boards. It's, like, so not cool. It's like buying a Walmart board. Yeah, you know what that's I mean? it. So I don't even know. I mean, Tony Hawk's probably just so rich that he just like he doesn't even care. He just like pays out of pocket to like own have. You know what I mean? He's probably oh, losing yeah. money on owning Birdhouse. Somehow. Yeah, and he's just he just he. At but they that have point, a six. He just has emotional yeah. stake in it, dude. Right. They have a sick skate team, and that's another thing I wanted to talk about. Was like there was this documentary about a dude called uh, named Toss Papas. Uh, all this mayhem. Yeah, all this mayhem. So in this in this documentary, hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Dude, it's it's cool, man. You should watch it. If I'm you're definitely gonna watch. So that. basically, it tells the story of the Papas brothers. So they're from Australia. They're just gnarly dudes. Toss is the one who I guess he was pro for a little bit. I don't know who he was writing for. I watched this a long time ago, and I obviously wasn't really alive in the '80s to experience this. Yeah. But basically. He kind of he was just killing it for a minute and like doing really good like just fucking you know in creating tricks like skating with the best of them back when uh, it was more about vert and stuff in the late eighties. But this dude kind of fell off the map. There was like a murder that happened. I'm not really sure what happened, but like he was basically just a cokehead and was like smoking crack. Yeah, and was just heavy into drugs and had a bunch of fucked up tattoos and like just was in and out of jail. But uh, he was a part of the Olympics the year, or not, sorry, not the Olympics, the X Games the year that Tony Hawk did the 900. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, one of the ones that was, like, getting close to landing the 900. There was a few other, like, a few others, Danny Way, somebody else. Kind of like the space race. Right. It was, like, who's going to land the 900 first? Yeah. And, like, I don't even know in, in that time because I was young and I wasn't part of it. But, like, I don't even really know who was that stoked to, like, even, like, who's going to land the 900? I don't yeah. know. Maybe it's just something that's, like, after the aftermath of it. It's, like, it was such a big thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, basically it was, like, this big race to see who was going to land the 900. And there's this conspiracy theory floating around out there that – so what happened was that Toss was supposed to be at, at that best trick competition during the X Games with Tony Hawk trying the 900. Um, but kind of what happened was ESPN kind of had their stake in it. You of know course. what I mean? Yeah. And they didn't, they didn't want somebody who was, like, the low-life outcast kind of personality – 
to like represent skateboarding and like to make it on that to be the one to actually to, break the right break the to mold like land of, that three yeah. doing three full rotations yeah. on a half pipe or whatever and like i guess it's a cool trick um <laughs> I, you you're got, just spinning well, no, really but that's, fast but see but that's yeah. the thing though it's like it's like at the time of course it was cool because all those all the fucking guys were doing were 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 uh um were were japan airs and and uh mctwists mctwists yeah, yeah make the make twists. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> yeah, and this was this was before Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and stuff. Yeah. So this was like when Tony was still kind of a younger guy, not really a household name, and they saw him as like clean cut and like you know like wholesome and like something they could really sell with skateboarding rather than Toss, who was just like he was like missing teeth and like you know what I mean had tattoos. <laughs> yeah, and was known to be a crackhead. <laughs> He's a, he was a cool guy. Don't yeah, get me wrong. No, yeah, he probably yeah. had his issues. He had his issues. And see, but that's but what, so what happened was like they just they banned Toss from that. He was at the event and he had like he had competed at the vert contest, but they but for some reason and it's a conspiracy. Like there's of course, it's not it like this is like yeah right. But they basically were like no, we're not letting Toss into the into the best trick competition because he's like the one who could like give who Tony, can actually because basically in that trick contest. It just ended up being Tony going, Tony Hawk going for the 900. Exactly. Like, he didn't even really compete for. I mean, he maybe did, there was what other did it people. Take? It took a, it took him like 13 times or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't even know. Attempts to, to and he had been landing. trying this for years. Yeah. Right? Like since he was way younger. Yeah. But basically, that's the conspiracy. Is like mainstream media in ESPN, the 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 well, was maybe this was before it was ESPN the conglomerate. And no, they ESPN had, was when ESPN was the one who broadcasted right. those all. all right, those. but this was like before. ABC still, owned Disney, even, and like it was. Yeah, but even still, dude, ESPN was was that. Those were the days. So, right. like, I would say that's when they were the most popular by far, especially those mid '90s runs there when he had the This Is Sports Center commercials, all that stuff. So their influence already was huge. Yeah. So I think that was really the, uh, to me, seems like the first time that they realized that oh shit. This guy is actually going to do something cool athletically. If there's something that, if there's anything that we that we're able to take away from the sports discourse class, is that sports hold more weight than I think a lot of us realize. And once a sport, just like a person, becomes a means of influence to a greater population of people, would you rather have Toss be your guy, or would you rather have Tony Hawk be your guy? And you know that there was a group of people sitting at a table that said. It was pretty quick too. It was probably the 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 quickest uh, quickest indictment of a person's character that happened that ever happened. But it was it, but it, it was swift. Yeah. And it was and it was probably in the ethic in the uh, broadcasting world of ethics uh, the right move to make for the popularity of the sport. Right. And this you guy, know? I think this guy went on to like I, I don't know what happened. I can't really remember. He might have like killed his girlfriend or something. I don't really like remember what happened to this guy. See, you, that's Gator. No, I'm so thinking So do you of, think he would have I'm thinking his of a girlfriend. Guy, dude, there was a skateboarder in the 80s named Gator that like really did like fucking kill his girlfriend and it was like a really he was like he was like on the level of Tony Hawk. The people don't talk about this enough. There's a documentary about this too, but there was this dude named Gator. I don't even know his like real name, but they just everybody called him Gator. And he uh he was like on the he was on the main stage, you know what I mean? He was like yeah. killing all the competitions and like he had his own board uh sponsors and like clothing sponsors. And then he just like went off the deep end and fucking killed his girlfriend and then like now he's just in jail for like his rest of his life. It's kind of crazy to think about. I mean, like That's that kind of stuff has happened with about. like other sports though too with like Aaron Hernandez. Exactly. Or like You can probably think of at least well, one OJ situation with with yeah. the majority. <laughs> 
But we all know. And Aaron, Aaron Hernandez was that was more like gang related. It wasn't really just like his yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, his, no, his thing was his thing was wild. Um, and then and of course you know you had uh, um, Ray Lewis taking out you know three people or two or three. people. Oh no, yeah, he definitely got away with murder. And he got. Yeah. I mean, he could. Got I don't want to get too off topic, but oh, Lewis, I know. But it, that's what ends up happening. I'm sorry. Ray Lewis so, like, kills this, people. This yeah. booth. This booth. <laughs> <laughs> this booth just brings out random. Like, dude, for the last. Uh, my very last show in this booth two semesters ago, um, uh, G and J in the late morning. For those of you who might get to catch this uh, this podcast, um, we <laughs> we talked about OJ for like forty five minutes, and it was pretty awkward. We yeah. we had like I don't even know how people were listening to it. We had a few listeners. That was definitely our least viewership. But this booth tends to bring out seven random conversations. Seven to four, four to eight people. How many people? <laughs> so did, at one point, we actually eight, we had yeah. over fifty people at one Ooh. point here, and that was like that was a pretty big deal. And then we had like twenty people watching on the YouTube. What does Doctor J preach, dude? Content. Dude. Content. Content breeds character. Yeah, I don't know what he says. I don't know he what just, he says. He, he says a lot of smart he like, things, though. He puts his hand in a weird like motion and, and kind of slaps the back of it and goes, content, content, content. Content, content, content. Even, just when, wanna, even, just like, even when he's just kind of rambling, he'll just bring it out of A couple nowhere. things you want to do if you're you know into media. You just want to blow up a feed. Boom. Get in people's face. Yep. You know, shove it down their throat. Yep. And if you guys, uh, I mean, you know, just to force give you... feed them what you're creating, and then they'll <laughs> be like, "There's, they have no choice. No choice." That's gonna do it for Zach and I here. Uh, that is part one of our discussion on skateboarding and the evolution of professionalism in skateboarding. Uh, stay tuned next week for part two of our discussion. Uh, where we delve a little bit deeper into the evolution of professionalism in skateboarding. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week.